Are you a writer or coach? Do you dream of building a successful online business? Are you tired of hearing the gurus tell you that you need a big launch or a complicated funnel software? Whether you're struggling with self-doubt, imposter syndrome, or just feeling overwhelmed by too many choices, I can help. Hi, I'm Jonathan Milligan, author of Your Message Matters, and I recently put together a free on-demand video training called How to Build an Online Business as a Writer or Coach the Low-Tech Way. Inside, you'll discover the low-tech system that 30 x my online business. Just go to freetrainingvideo.net to get started. Again, that's freetrainingvideo.net. Hello and welcome to the Blogging Your Passion podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Milligan, where we are on a mission to help a thousand bloggers go full-time in the next five years. So if you want to be on that journey, then I encourage you to join us for each and every episode. Now, you've probably noticed, for those of you who are longtime listeners, that there's been a little bit of a gap between episodes. And there's a reason for that, and that's what I want to talk about in today's podcast. So the title of today's episode is The Five Core Systems of My Online Business. And I'm going to share with you kind of behind the scenes. If you were to come and hang out with me at my home office and look how I have my online business structured, then I'd be sharing what I'm sharing with you today. And what I want to talk about is how to actually scale and grow. Now, for some of you, you might be like, Jonathan, I'm just getting started. I don't know if this is going to be helpful for me. But let me give you a little tip. You need to prepare way before opportunity comes. Because when opportunity shows up, it's too late to prepare. And so when I'm talking about these five core systems or areas of my business, this is something you can begin to set up right now and begin to identify small little areas where you can begin to outsource, get help, and that's what today's episode is all about. So here's the deal. The skills that help me to get to where I am today are not the same set of skills that I'm going to need to grow to the next level. One of the beautiful things about blogging your passion over the last year is that we've seen tremendous growth in our business. At the same time, what can happen is you have broken bridges everywhere, all over the place. A constant need to fix things, maybe to work too long of hours, and I did not want that. In fact, in a past episode, I shared with you my core beliefs around why I wanted to build a portable lifestyle business in the first place. It's called my LIFE acronym, which is simply a word, the word LIFE, and each letter stands for something that represents something very important to me. I never want to pursue opportunity for opportunity's sake, but I want to build a business that matches the kind of life I want to live. So picture a circle. In the circle is the word life. On the outside of that circle is the word work. That is the way that I want to structure my business. I don't want my work to be at the center of everything that I do. And for many people, especially in the United States culture, work is in that center circle and life is lived on the fringes, in the margins, on the weekends. That's not the case for me. 
So I won't go into every little step of what that LIFE acronym means. You can go back and listen to that episode. But here's what it means in a nutshell. The word L stands for lifestyle. I want to control the when, where, and what of my work. The letter I for me stands for impact. I want to work in areas that actually make a difference. Letter F is financial freedom so that I can uh, earn unlimited income potential. And the letter E for me stands for effort. I constantly want to stretch myself and I want to grow. And over the last couple months, I've been growing leaps and bounds in a new set of skills. I've had to become more of a systems thinker and a leader of a team as I grow people around me. So today's episode, I want to share with you five uh, areas. I call them five teams. Now, when you're starting, they may just be five areas. And this may even help you, even if you have no one working with you, to be able to say, what are the five different hats I need to wear to be successful in this online business? Okay, so let's jump in. Number one, core system or area number one is content. You know, I believe and what I love most about building a uh, blogging business is that I get to teach first. I get to create value through this podcast, which is for free, my blog posts, which are free, the videos I create over on YouTube, uh, podcast interviews that I do, maybe even webinars, free webinars that I'll that I'll host. Those are all free content where I get to teach first. So under content team, I've got three primary things. Blog post, podcast, and videos. Now, you can, as you begin to develop this, and I actually created this on a spreadsheet, like a little org chart. Underneath content team, I started being able to identify what are the things that I don't have to do. For example, podcast. You are expecting to hear my voice, right? This is my podcast. It's me teaching. So you need to hear my voice. But what I don't have to do is clean up the audio afterwards, add in the intro and the outro music, upload it to my podcast hosting, and even schedule it when I want it to go live. All those things can be done by somebody else. And as you begin to identify those, and I'll talk about how I've done this in a future podcast with actually, how do you actually set up the checklist and the systems so that you can stop doing some things? We'll go into great depth then. But for me, it started helping me identify, you know what? I want to just write the first draft of the blog post, and then I want to hand it over to an editor. I want to do the actual podcast recording, and then I want to hand it to somebody else to do all the post-production. I want to do the video, but then I want to send the video to somebody else to add in the bumper video at the beginning or any lower text, uh, lower third text on the video. I don't need to be doing that. Even though I know how to do those things, I need to focus in areas where uh, I serve best. And that for me is in the, the teaching, the speaking the uh, content development. And now that I have many of the systems set in place, I can start showing up to you on a more regular basis. All right. So 
just to give you an idea of some of the the positions I put under content team, I've got a content manager, I've got a blog editor, I have a video and audio editor, and then I have a graphic designer. Now the graphic designer will design artwork for the blog post primarily. Okay, so that's key area number one is content team. Now yours may not look like mine, but you can begin to say, huh, I wonder what needs to go under the content team bucket and begin to start putting the task and responsibilities underneath that bucket. All right, let's go to number two. Number two for me is traffic team. So it's great to produce the content, but we need to be able to draw traffic to engage with that content, right? Now the content needs to happen first, I believe, so that you can then have something to drive people towards. It makes the people who work with you or it makes your life easier when you actually have good blog posts, great podcasts, and even great videos and webinars to actually send traffic to. So underneath traffic team, I've got four things. Search, social, paid, and partnerships. So I would say those are kind of the four primary ways that you can have traffic come to your site. Now, I could put search and social together and call that free. So we could literally say if we wanted to really narrow it down, there's only three ways to drive traffic to any site. That's free traffic, paid traffic, and partnership traffic. But here's how I have mine broken down. So I have somebody who helps me with partnerships. Now, that's primarily setting up webinars where I can do webinars with other people's audiences. So maybe you have a course, maybe you have a coaching program, then why not introduce that to an entirely different audience? And I have someone who helps me to set these up. I've already done a couple of them this year. I've got several more already scheduled. So I'm able to get myself in front of new audiences by borrowing the audience of someone else, okay? Then I've got social media manager. I have somebody on my team who really is helping me to uh, schedule out posts and to promote more of my content on a regular basis. This is something I think for, for many bloggers, this is a blind spot for us because we produce that new blog post and we'll talk about it for the first day maybe the second day on social media, and then we kind of like, you know, I don't want to spam people with my blog post. You've probably felt that, I'm sure. Well, the key to making that an evergreen promotion is to create eight to 10 different social posts that talk about different elements. Maybe they're quotes. Maybe it's a statistic. Maybe it's a question. Maybe it is the headline where you can get your information out there. That's what the social media uh, strategy that I use does for me. So I will promote a post probably a good 15 to 20 times over the first 30 days, but it doesn't look like I'm talking about the same post. All right, then there's SEO. I won't go into that. And then there's paid traffic. Another great source if you're struggling with traffic is to learn how to tap into paid traffic. Especially with Facebook today, you can get started for $5 a day. Just experiment with what it's like to actually drive traffic directly 
to one of your better blog posts. Okay, so that is kind of uh, core area number two is the traffic team. So, so far we've got the content team, have the traffic team, and then we have next the email marketing team. Now, the email marketing area is another core area that really makes my business go. Without an email list, I have no life, no energy in my business. An email list is everything for me. And so inside of this are things like email opt-ins, content upgrades that we've talked about on this podcast, uh, doing promotions, and even sales. So for me, underneath email marketing, I've kind of got two core areas. I use New Kajabi for all of my opt-in pages, my sales pages, even my webinar pages. <clears throat> I also use ConvertKit uh, to use all of my email marketing, the automation, the funnels, and everything. So for me, what helps me underneath the email marketing is to have kind of a simplified approach, not using way too many tools that can make it overly complicated. But for you, maybe it's simply using something like ConvertKit to say, you know what, I'm going to at least touch basis with those on my email list once per week. That's a great place to start. Then over time, you can begin showing up more as you uh, have more value and more insights to share. So that's the email marketing team, which is really responsible for growing the list and making sales. Okay, so we have the content team that produces the free content, the traffic team, which kind of pours into the top of the funnel for people to be attracted to the content. And then there's the email marketing team with much of my content, whether it's a podcast, a video or a blog post, I have ways for people to get on my email list. That's where I can begin to nurture the relationship. So that's how all of this can begin to work together. All right. Core area number four, I call this the customer success team. Now, as your business begins to grow, uh, you're going to get requests, especially if support ticket requests, especially if you have online course, and even more especially if you have a membership site, because what will happen is you'll be getting people on a regular basis say, hey, I don't know where my email password is, or I need to change the credit card on my account or any number of other issues that they might be having. And you know what happens? You, as the business owner, the blogger, begin to get uh, spend way too much time handling those tasks instead of having someone else. So for me, what I've done in the past is I went on Upwork.com and found somebody who was very well-aversed in Help Scout. Now, Help Scout is a uh, ticket support software that I use. They have a free version and a paid version. But now my customer success team member that I've trained handles password updates, cancellations, card updates, support questions, and it saves me so much time. Also underneath customer success teams, I have a community manager. So if you have any uh, Facebook groups that you manage, and then maybe you can find maybe even somebody for free that is already in that community 
that is participates a lot, you can promote them to a moderator and have them be your manager of keeping people updated, keeping the energy up and keeping uh, the content flowing in that group. So customer success team, it's all about customer support and delivery. Number five. So key area number five for me is what I call the business mojo team. Now, this is just a funny name that I put together for this, but this is all of the back end. And what I would say is operations, finance, and data. So I have a, a CPA, a bookkeeper, who handles you know everything from tax planning to revenue reporting, uh, forecasting, does my monthly month in uh, financial statements, things like that. And then what I love about my accountant, and I would encourage you to find one once you start really beginning to make some money, is there a profit first professional? There's an awesome book out there you need to read right now. Even if you say, Jonathan, I'm making $10 a month or $100 a month. I love the book Profit First. Profit First has helped me to know as a business owner exactly how I need to divide up my money between what I pay myself, what I set aside as profit, what I set aside as taxes, and what I have for operating expenses. And so it helps me to to stay organized and not let this thing get too out of control. Okay, besides the CPA, you know, a general VA that can maybe handle certain things. Before I had someone started that started to help me, I used Fancy Hands. Fancy Hands is a great tool if you need research or phone calls or certain things done for you. Fancyhands.com. Go check it out. It's an awesome tool. And then, of course, any kind of tech help or, or uh, data type help is something I would put underneath the Business Mojo team. Okay? All right. So, That is a complete um, overlook of my complete behind-the-scenes strategy. And I am still filling in roles on my team as I continue to grow and see needs. But structuring this way helped me to be able to clearly see what were the big silos in my business. Again, as a recap, we have the content team, which helps to provide the blog post, the podcast, the videos, the free content. We have the traffic team, the free, the paid, the partnership that drives traffic to the content. We have the email marketing team, which helps to get people on a email list and then let them know about potential courses and sales, funnels, things like that. Then we have the customer success team to make sure those who purchase something from me are being supported in the best possible way. And then finally, the business mojo team the accounting, the finance, the operations to keep things going. So again, if you are already, you know, maybe a six-figure plus blogger or maybe you're just getting started, structure it this way. And you could even structure the way that you work on your blog in this way. So maybe you could say, you know what, today I'm going to focus just on content. Maybe tomorrow I'm going to just focus on building traffic to my site. And then the next day, today's all about email marketing. How could I put something on my site to capture more leads? How could I test a Facebook ad? And then as you begin to make sales, you're going to need to add in the last two, which is the customer success team and the business mojo team. 
All right, so that's an overview of my business. Those are the five core systems of my business. I hope that's been helpful to you. If you want to know how to grow as a professional blogger and what that pathway looks like, I have a roadmap for you. It's a one-page framework that teaches the 15 success traits of pro bloggers. And people have been using this for the last couple years. You can print off this framework. Many of our students have even placed it on their walls so they can see what areas they need to be focusing on to build a blog business. If you want to grab your copy, along with about $500 worth of extra videos and training on the process of what it takes to become a full-time blogger, then just go to bloggingyourpassion.com slash book. Again, it's bloggingyourpassion.com slash book. It uh, is also a part of my book, The 15 Success Traits, but you can have the bonuses and the framework for free just by going to bloggingyourpassion.com slash book. All right, that's it for this episode. I really hope that you'll begin to see me more and more as we produce some great content. Got some great topics that I can't wait to share with you and to cover for you. Remember, we have a mission here at Blogging Your Passion, and that's to help a thousand bloggers go full-time in the next five years. I would love for you to be one of those 1,000. Take care. (music) 